Happy Tuesday, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Rocketeer Minute, where each and every day, Monday through Friday, we go over one minute of the greatest adventure movie Disney's ever made, the 1991 Joe Johnston-directed film, The Rocketeer. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm Hal Bryan, an airplane nerd from the Experimental Aircraft Association here in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. So, Jim... We have an old friend of yours with us tonight. Yeah, I guess he can introduce himself because it's an old familiar. <laughs> we have a third co-pilot tonight. Co-pilot. Yes, right. I'm I'm uh, I'm sitting in the uh, jumper seat. It's uh, Mark Cerulli of uh, Illuminar.tv. Yes, and formerly of the Airport Minute, which and, is right. The Airport Minute, which is still really out. once and forever of the Airport Minute. Yes, yes, because <laughs> podcasts never go away. No, they just follow you around like uh, roving. <laughs> Roving accounts. We are back here, though. In uh, I, I was I was saying earlier, I feel like uh, Elizabeth Montgomery, and I've got Dick York and Dick Sargent with me. For, so it's quite a quite a very strange day today. But uh, we're in we're in minute seventeen, and uh, we're still at the uh, uh, the house on Haunted Hill, and uh, we're uh, talking about the man playing uh, Neville Sinclair, who is one of the James Bonds, Timothy Dalton, and uh, Mark is as as I mentioned before on the other show. Mark is a Bond aficionado. He has actual featurettes and things listed on the backs of many DVDs. If you go to your uh, if you go to your uh, shelf with your where your Bond movies are, you can probably find him listed there. If you go to the remainder's bin, yeah, the remainder's bin at Walmart. Me. You can find him at Goodwill <laughs> and all the uh, the Salvation Army back stores. But it's there. It's there. Okay, it's. A, a piece of immortality. <laughs> That's what they call it. Anyway. Yeah. I'm gonna start. Do you want me to start crying now? No, 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 no. Oh, come on, podcast. you're a hero. Listen, just, just, just giving, giving a little bit of your resume. You've done uh, Clarissa Explains It All. You've done Hey Dude. Uh, you've done the uh, the major featurette for uh, for Halloween. And uh, was it Halloween Five too? I can't remember which other one. Halloween One, Four, and Five. There you go. So I mean. It, it, this is he's like the Leonard Malton of, of a very tight range of, of <laughs> movies. Right. <laughs> oh my wow. God. Wow. Well, first you're you're Dick York or Dick Sargent. Now you're Leonard Malton. Yeah. Wow. I don't even know. Well, well let, go ahead, Sam. Let's talk about let, let's talk about. I, I prefer to be the Gary Collins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You're, you're the flight engineer in the back, just kind of right. <laughs> with Jacqueline Bisset's arm in front of my yes, face. Yes. <laughs> Just, just lean in and smile once in a while with shock, a lot of teeth. Shock and puking—that's your, your phrase. But we are—we're back in the uh, uh, the house on Haunted Hill, which is actually in your neighborhood. Since you're out in uh, you're out in Hollywood, there, Mark. Uh, yes, you... I saw it. I could not believe it. I was—we uh, had some guests from from back east, and I was driving them by what was supposedly Rangelina's compound up on uh, in in. Las Feliz, and uh, all of a sudden I'm like, wait, I know that house, and it was a house on Haunted Hill. Yeah, and it's, it's beautiful. I've, I've never been inside it. I want to go. The next time, the next time I'm out visiting, we are going to go find out what the hours are. Yeah, we'll are. break in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, speaking of that, very quickly, uh, Jim and Mark, I had just read a little bit about the Annis, excuse me, the Annis house, and was doing a little bit more digging on the making of the film. And actually, I the uh, I, I think this scene here is actually shot on a set that. Very, very faithfully reconstructed the interior, but uh, oh, but may cool. not have actually been inside the building. Oh. But it's I, I think it's virtually indistinguishable. There is a, there are rooms apparently just like this, and of course the exteriors were were shot at the Ennis House. But uh, um, interesting little tidbit that that just popped up in my, under my radar. Wow, hmm. and you could tell it's interesting because I said it was interesting. Yes, <laughs> that's how you know. 
Wow. Well, we are uh, we're, we're just beginning to learn uh, the the background of Neville Sinclair here. We know he's a star, and we know he's kind of British, and he's got a thing about wearing gloves and uh, waving a sword around in his living room. It's the legendary Timothy Dalton, who I, he'll he'll always be my Prince Baron from uh, from Flash Gordon. That's where I always think of him. Uh, fighting the fighting the cops in uh, hot fuzz on a, on a giant miniature stage at the uh, uh, but that's that's somebody that's somebody else's movie sequence so we'll we'll leave we'll leave that for for other other people to talk about but I always picture him uh, battling uh, Simon Pegg in a miniature village in uh, East Anglia. Mark, have you ever met Timothy Dalton? I don't know if you've. Yeah, I did. I did. I met him twice. The first time was uh, at the. Uh, press junket for License to Kill in New York at the Plaza Hotel. And I got in there because I wrote the Cubby Broccoli a letter just saying, hey, you've inspired me, blah, blah, blah. And then I'd love to go to a press event. And next thing I know, some woman from MGM called and invited me, and I wound up sitting right next to him. Wow. And uh, he was answering everybody's questions, and he had this wonderful voice, and he was very, very nice. And then the second time was uh, when Cubby passed away, I went to his uh, memorial in London, and he was seated right in back of me. And I, I, I remember I said to him, I thought you were a terrific James Bond, and he smiled. And, uh, yeah, very nice guy, great looking, you know, tall. I mean, he's he's a Bond. Yeah. You, you didn't hand him a Sharpie on a program, but that's good. No, not at that, although although people were doing that. Like wow. I remember somebody walked up to Christopher Lee with a pen and a copy of Man with the Golden Gun, and I'm like, I, I even I wouldn't do that. Wow. And funeral. I remember I introduced myself to Christopher Lee, and I said, oh, maybe I could interview you sometime, blah, blah, blah. And I had introduced myself as a writer from HBO, and he goes, well, uh, my agent is so-and-so. And I'm like, oh, I don't have a pen. He goes, you're a writer and you don't have a pen. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been slighted by the best. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's, that's a badge of honor. Yeah. <laughs> Put uh, down by Count uh, Dooku. Wow. Um, <laughs> and then I also met uh, Paul Sorvino. I, for, it was, I forget what it was, some function, and he was sitting down. And even sitting down, he was huge. And I just walked over and said, oh, I love your work. And I shook his hand. Wow. Did he so say that's anything? It. That's all that, I got. That, that's it. That's it. Wait. Oh, Did no. he have a handful of posies by any chance? Yeah. Uh, Sorry, no. I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, right. He had a pocket full of posies. Was, yeah. And a song in his heart, perhaps? I don't know. Yeah. He is quite a singer. We've talked about this uh, at other times. But he's an amazing singer, Paul Sorvino. Wow, I have never. I, I've I've got to got to find one of his albums. In a sharpie. Yeah. <laughs> just don't do it at a funeral. Yes. Okay, we've learned that. Yeah. It yeah. Go well. And if you're a writer, always have a pen. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Wow. And actually, we're gonna ble- we're gonna bleed you dry here with another character. You have met Alan Arkin. I know that. Oh yeah. This uh, this is a very funny story. Um, I had a script which actually won in the Bahamas International Film Festival, and uh, this was 2010. And Alan Arkin was the guest of honor. And uh, I remember the last night he was going to talk about his career and everything. And I sat next to our our old buddy Will Schreiner. Will Schreiner, yeah. Uh, who was one of the judges and we're sitting there and Alan Arkin comes in to give a speech and Schreiner goes, this had better be interesting. <laughs> oh uh, man. Good time. So, and was it? 
you know, yes. I, well, the big <laughs> letdown was uh, I remember I speaking to one of the festival organizers and I said, hey, Sean Connery lives in the Bahamas. Oh, he's here every year. You'll see him later. And of course, that was the one year he was he was in uh, in uh, Scotland. So oh, wow, uh, didn't happen. It's so really in the Bahamas. Forget it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Forget it. <laughs> Man's got a sharpie. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. You know, <clears throat> apropos of very little, I uh, I love how this minute starts, or really how the how yesterday's minute broke. Uh, Jim, with, oh yeah, we started you know, with a rocket. We started with a rocket, and then with a rocket, and then and then yesterday's minute ends with uh, with you know Dalton just, and then this one starts just yeah. like in the comic books. Yeah, and yeah. that's such a great such a great little nod. It's a great way to start it off because that's all they would have known it for. I mean, they wouldn't have known you know like uh, Robert Goddard or any of that jazz. That would have been like something that you read about so, some kind of experiment or doing something. Right, but they and who is the guy with the gun? The guy on the left, Spanish Johnny. Yeah, yes, but he's um, played by a guy who is in a heavy in a ton of movies. Yeah, he's always there. He's like it's, uh, Robert Miranda, isn't that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I don't have IMDb open, so I can't. I can't tell you what he's been in, but no, yeah, that's that's pretty much his role in life. Is hold on, I am IMDb. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll, I'll talk so that you'll sound really clever when you come back. There you go. Um, but yeah, and I'll issue the. I'll issue the obligatory cautionary warning about yeah. IMDb yeah. and as, as when you have an actor on and you say you were in this and he laughs and says IMDb says I was in that, but I was not in yeah. that. Yeah. Oh my God, really? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, so Mr. William Campbell told us that yes. uh, the other day. <laughs> was, yes, Billy, friend of the show. Yeah, it turns out he's uh, he's he's not related to the Campbell Soup guy, and he yeah, there's no. <laughs> there's, we uh, learned so much in yeah. such a short time. Yeah, basically everything that IMDb tells you was a lie. Um, Until have, proven otherwise. Yeah, I have more credits, and IMDb has no listing for me in Logan's Run, but uh, I'm there. You can get that in. It just it's just super hard to do. Yeah, I mean they make it very difficult to add a credit. Well, and I'm I'm just an extra, so it doesn't. I'm not listed in the uh, you know in the crawls. So that's... I, I had no idea that uh, you were in Logan's Run. You're oh, really? My mind oh, here, Jim. I'm sorry, I didn't. You want to you want to prep a fella? More before hidden, you spring it on him when we're recording. Things. Yeah, I, was... I need I need a still and a sharpie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what else haven't you told me? Oh boy. Well, there was. I did. Uh, I did he, ride. He invented the internet. Yeah. Just so he's ah, very modest you. about. But it. I forgot to well, patent it, and that's where it all went. Right. Out. No. Uh, no, I was in. Uh, okay, I'll tell my Logan's Run story. I was in. Uh, I was in Dallas. My dad was a. Uh, the head of our local Elks Club in 1975, and we went to the Elks National Convention in Dallas, Texas. And so my dad, my mom, and dad were going to all these things. I was 15. I was just, you know, hanging out. And um, there was a sign up. There, there was like a call sheet in the downstairs in the Sheraton Hotel that we were staying at in Dallas. And there were they were going far afield of, of Rocketeer, but we'll, we'll keep going with this. And there was a call sheet and had Michael York and Farrah Fawcett and Jenny Agater and and Peter Ustinoff. I was like, oh, I know all these names. I didn't know who Farrah Fawcett was. She hadn't hit it big at the time. This was even before her poster. That's how that's how long ago it was. And um, yeah, that was a great poster. Yeah. So I uh, I, I was I, I went down to the coffee shop to eat breakfast, and I sit down, and a, a big fellow sits down next to me, and it's Peter Ustinoff. And I was like, oh, you're in Spartacus. And he said, yes, I was. And that was, that's all I said to him. And then I had reached into my pocket and I had, uh, I, I found a piece of paper and a pen and he wrote best wishes Peter used enough. And of course, I no longer know where that piece of paper is. It's somewhere in a million, I lost in a million moves. 
I found out that they were they were filming at the uh, the Dallas Trademark, the Merchant Center, out on Stemmons Freeway. So I took a bus over there just to see what was going on, and they had uh, basically an open call because they didn't have enough people to film the scenes that they were doing. And uh, they said if you wanted to sign up, you could sign up. They gave you a box lunch, and they handed me uh, a big piece of cloth and, and like a pair of um, uh, cloth pants that were green. It was green and, and a little like a... It was like a pleather belt, so I put that on, and I stood I stood in one corner while they were uh, Michael York and uh, um, was standing in, on the other side, and they were, he was yelling about something, and then they filmed this, and then they had another scene where they set fire to something on the wall, and were supposed to run away when they set fire to it, so they set fire to it, and we all ran one direction, so I'm in... I think I, I don't I have never seen myself in the movie, but I know what clump of people I'm in at the distant. I'm in the far left hand corner when everybody is moving together at the end. That's that's my my three seconds of near fame. Like so is that. anybody wow. doing a, anybody doing a Logan's Run Minute podcast? I don't know. I don't know. I, and, I well, think as soon I know as they, two guys that are. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say otherwise. I'm, I'm uh, steering I know, away. I'm ste- I know a good guest. Yeah. You know? Um, but I, uh, I can put somebody in touch with a guy who was in the movie later, later that day, later that day I was in, I, I got in an elevator and, uh, this woman got in next to me, she hold the door. And so I held the door and she got in next to me and, um, it was Farrah Fawcett. Uh, then that's when she was so iconically beautiful. She had the hair and she had, uh. um, I'm trying to think of how to say this some other way. She was wearing a jacket, but she wasn't wearing a shirt and, <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, whatever that ding was, um, (laughs) (laughs) it's very well-timed ding. I, I, uh, I remember, uh, I remember the, the, she actually talked to me and I just remember exactly word for word what she said. She looked at me and she said, isn't this your floor? (laughs) (laughs) That's great. How would she know? How would she know what what floor was yours other than it wasn't hers? No, the the door opened. (laughs) I was like, <laughs> uh, yeah. So yes, isn't that your? I floor? guess I'll be going now. Yeah, that was uh, okay. Anyway, that was yeah. That was that's my that's my sum total of. Uh, and I did see uh, I did see Michael York waiting with his luggage at the end of. I did see him from across the room where he was yelling something, but uh, I did see no him. Jenny Agutter. No Jenny. Oh no, I did see Jenny Agutter too. I saw Jenny Agutter. She was. Uh, uh, very dressed, uh, going out somewhere, and she was waiting for somebody, and she had her arms folded, and she looked very annoyed, but gorgeous. Just she looked like Jenny Agutter being annoyed. Wow. <sighs> uh, so and yeah. we can all picture that. Yeah, an annoyed Jenny Agutter, and Where a very the bloody hell is he? A very pretty. Uh, I, I have to. I, I I can't like she was she was beautiful, but I I have to say Farrah Fawcett was one of the prettiest girls I've ever met. She was very pretty. I mean, just look at her. And she's like, she had a very nice smile, and she she looked at you, and she was very tall, and uh, just was she? Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize no, that. She was like, she was like five ten. She was taller than I was at the time, and I was well, I was fifteen. But I was like maybe I was I was probably about her height, and uh, no, just this. Uh, but she was very pretty, and she had. Like like I try to impress on my kids, good posture. It's it's hard. You got to be tall. If you're if you're a tall girl, stand up straight. Don't slouch. But she was, uh, which we were talking about with Melora Harden. Well, we will be talking. Never mind. I can't talk about that. In the future, we're going to talk to somebody about being tall That's... and standing tall. 
So you've got that to look forward to. Yeah. So anyway, let's get (laughs) going on to another science fiction movie. Um, But yeah, it was a good. It was a good time. It was 1975, and I just I remember it quite well. It was just a lot of uh, uh, interesting times, and I did get that was that was my one major movie to be in. So um, hooray, (laughs) Uh, Mark. I was asked to be in a trauma film. Really? uh, They called up and because I was at Cinemax doing all the trauma promos, and this girl called up and she goes. Lloyd, meaning Lloyd Kaufman, uh, wants to know if you'd like to play a guy with his leg blown off. (laughs) But it was like it was like 7 a.m. on a Saturday in Brooklyn. And I went, nah, it's all right. Uh, You could have been in Toxic Avenger just like that. Oh, well. That's Uh, showbiz. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hal, were you in any uh, were you in any Hollywood films? As far as I can recall, never in a film, and I guess I would remember that. I did have a recurring role on uh, something in Tacoma, Washington, called the Spud Goodman Show. Uh, it was local cable access, but a mere 12 years after I left the show, it was picked up by Fox for about three months and then canceled out of existence. Wow. So, so close. Uh, so close, yeah. They, if I had just hung in there for 12 more years, I could have... Uh, well, you you do have like a bit of fame, and you you are the voice of air traffic control on Flight Simulator, right? Isn't it? That's true. Yes, yeah. Microsoft Flight Simulator. I do one of the uh, one of the eleven or excuse me, the ten built-in voices. Wow, could you give so, us a barometer so, reading? <laughs> oh, stop! I'm on the spot. You know, one thing we did do while recording that, since we're wandering off in the weeds anyway, is uh, we had to say a lot of things. It was concatenated audio, so they would you'd record a bunch of snippets, and then they, the computer would assemble them on the fly. So if I'm flying a real airplane, I might make a radio call, you know, Oshkosh Tower, this is Cessna 12345, I'm 10 miles out, that kind of thing. So we had to use, we had to insert variables uh, that, that we had used the word tot, which has a crisp beginning and end. So you can imagine when you're editing it, like you're going to cut yeah. all this part out of this episode, for example. <laughs> um, it's easy to snip that out. So I would go to the mic and, you know, in good pilot voice, I would have to say something like tot, tot, tot is 10 to the tot, inbound for tot with tot. And uh, and then they would come in and they would they would remove the tots and then they would in, you know insert a one or a five or whatever or the name of an airport or things like that as needed. Wow. And uh, and I have a small trophy called the Tot Award that thanks me for that uh, for that effort. You were the story so, of your day. Yes, exactly. So a few million people have heard my voice under one set of circumstances or another. Mm. Um, that's not to not to count the uh, I would say but five to six billion people that are listening to this podcast right now. Sure. I mean, it's I covers, that's a conservative planet. Well, yeah. God, I should have rehearsed or something. <laughs> should have done my homework. It's a, it's a tight run show, you know, just <laughs> a history of massive success and financial uh, wonderment. Um, right, yes, exactly. Wow. So, uh, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's get back. Let's get back to Paul Sorvino. We have a little bit of acting here and, by the way, we can bring this all the way back to a previous uh, guest, Tom Geyer, because this is the this is the episode with the four note James Horner. Da 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 da. Oh right, yeah, that's right. Back in episode three, Tom, Tom, our composer, who does our intro and outro and and some other special little music themes for us, and my my childhood friend, my first business partner back when I was thirteen, but. Uh, that's right. He told us about that in episode three. The little yeah. Little so in, at second forty-seven, if you're if you're watching the show, minute seventeen, uh, second forty-seven, you can hear the da 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 part of the, uh, uh, the 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 classic James Horner. It's in every every one of his movies. Uh, danger theme. So that's <laughs> that's all I got. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I guess in the in the words of uh, Mark and my friend Peter Regan, what what else you got, Mark? 
Yeah, what else you got? Uh, oh, it's on me now. Oh yeah. my goodness. We'll, we'll, pa- we'll pass it back uh, to you. Well, I was gonna, I was just gonna say that, uh, even though times and fashion changes, Sorvino's suit is, is still like flawless. You could walk down the street wearing it today. Yeah, I guess. He's got the, uh, I mean, it's a, a bit pinstripey, but yeah, it could be, I think he yeah. could fit in double breasted. I wonder and... if he walked with that suit. I bet he did. <laughs> Who's gonna say no, you can't have it to him? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this, right. is, this is just post, uh, Goodfellas, so he's, Good he's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And where's that glove? Hey. Where's that Timothy Dalton glove? Somebody got that. He's wearing it. <laughs> yeah, the obligatory fencing glove as he swings the epee around. Yeah. And I love Sorvino's line about being half a lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a just sort of deliriously cliched, you know, sort of 30s gangster New Yorkism. I've never heard the expression before or since, but I, yeah. I, I absolutely love it. I keep on thinking if if Spanish Johnny were played by Joe Pesci, he would have shot he would have shot Neville. That would, yeah, exactly. The movie would have ended a lot yeah, sooner. That would have yeah. been done. Right. Then we got over and like stomped on his face here. But uh, what a ni- what a nice what a nice place to live. I just of course if you can if we're to Las Vegas, it'll yeah <laughs> you can get that guy. As we learn later, he is the number three box office star in America. Yeah, so he can. And he then, we can't spoil it, but Paul Sorvino's response to that later in the film is just priceless. Yes. yes. Yes, coming up in about a so, half an hour's worth of uh, of episodes. Well, month I, of minutes. Yes, I think we've beaten this one to death. So, Mark, do you miss uh, do you miss the uh, movies by minute life? Is this? Uh... I, I miss the camaraderie uh, for sure. Uh, but uh, do I miss the constant <laughs> pressure? We got to get somebody. How do we get? <laughs> although, although you guys, man, you have it down to a science now. Uh, you even have a composer and and everything. Yeah, yeah. This is, we basically uh... hummed our own intro. <laughs> 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 oh man we, we were getting my college roommates yes. and uh, so forth you yeah. have a let's, you let's have say stars let's say and... nice things <laughs> right yes we had we had a, a varied uh cornucopia of, of people of different differing audio talents we cast a wide net yes <laughs> nothing wrong with that uh yeah. But uh, but this show is going good, and and Mark, you have I just want to let you know you are an excellent guest, like you are an excellent host, and we'll be doing uh, it, we'll be doing it again soon. We'll be doing uh, well, not not that soon. Which <laughs> you're still on, you're still on hiatus, but uh, but yes, late. Yeah. Right, Connery took what four years between yeah. uh, Twice and Diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a yeah. And so, then uh, what? Only eight years until Never Say Never. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember seeing that movie and I loved him, but it was just, I was kind of let down, you know, it was like, yeah. that's a Bond film. I mean, I obviously it was Thunderball Redux. And well, for oh, me, yeah. I, the, the biggest weakness I think of all was the music. It's just, yes, it was. You know, yes. It's not exactly. a film without good music. Yeah. Uh, to well, me, it's almost it, always going to be John Barry, but another topic for another time. It's like, right. uh, it, it's like going to your high school reading and you go, Oh really? That's what happened. Yeah. So it's that kind of, right. Was, and then you spot a mirror. Yeah. Who did, yeah. They, who did the, oh. who did the uh, score for Inception? Uh, was it Zimmer? Damn. Hans like Zimmer. It, it might have been yeah. him. And and he, when I heard that score, I said that's a Bond score. I mean, if you listen yeah. to the music for Inception, it's it's amazing. Yeah, I agree. That could have been it. All right, then now that's it. Now I'm I'm tapped out completely. <laughs> wow. Jo- uh, join Mark and me later on this year, and we are going to be doing some 007 Minutry. So uh, check out uh, 007 Minute, but not until, like, November at least. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mark, and Mark and I'm uh, nominating myself as a as a welcome and frequent guest. Oh, I'm just okay. putting that out. You're, right you're, you're going to be the Billy Campbell of our show, don't you, worry. You'll be our lighter. You'll be our Felix, <laughs> Felix lighter. Yes. It's a drink when Felix lighter. <laughs> exactly. That'll get you one. It's a drink or a dame. <laughs> oh, my God. Absolutely. You're hired. Uh, as, I, as I reach for the bucket of chicken. Yes. <laughs> Uh, we've oh, got to get out. To, we've got to get out. To, November. Yeah, we've we've got to get out to the the gypsum plant in uh, in Vegas. Yeah, uh, well, let's get let's get arrested out there. That should be fun. It'll be wait, good. wait. It's for the show. No, no, no. We're doing a James. We're doing a James Bond podcast. It'll work. Wow. We're podcasters. It's okay. Wow. Right. Well, well, I don't know how that all that works. One of the, one of the big rules of podcasting is no inside baseball. And I think we burned that bridge to the ground on this one. But uh, we will be talk. We will be talking some more about the Rocketeer. Uh, later on this week. So keep, keep checking back. Eventually we'll get back to uh, Dalton and, and Sorvino and, and possibly the decapitation of some flowers, which are not posies, but we will, we will catch up. Mark, thanks again for being on. And uh, my pleasure guys. Good have, luck. We may have you on again if, if people fall through. So be, be on standby. Uh, I'll be your Peter Regan. Yeah. Apologies. <laughs> apologies to the missus. We'll try to get this done before dinner. Um, You're so, here. <laughs> But uh, we will we will return for those of you who want to talk about more of this kind of stuff or actually you know leave us notes saying get back to the Rocketeer. You yeah, can who actually want to talk about the movie. <laughs> yes, yes. And you can say hi to Billy because he's listening in. So, uh, uh, Mr. Kim. <laughs> Uh, but we will. We're, we're sorry, we're not taking this very seriously, yeah, sir. Well, it, it, this is a minute without Billy in it, so we can talk. We can talk around it. But we will be back. But check us out on social media at Twitter, uh, Rocketeer Minute, at Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Rocketeer Minute. You can go to our big website, uh, RocketeerMinute.com, and there's all kinds of swag and cool things and reading about this thing. Go subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play. It's all out there. And while Tom Geyer's uh, beautiful music comes up here, uh, we'll catch you tomorrow on uh, the Rocketeer Minute. So until then, over and out. Sweetheart, remind me to send a thank you note to Mr. Bowling.